Hey, hey, this is Angie with the Self-Diagnosed Podcast, and today I'm actually going to have a guest, which is lovely because it's really hard to sit here and talk to yourself. Um, I'm having my neighbor Kat on. Uh, she's become a good buddy of mine and been living next to, e- next to each other, I guess it'll be four years in August, right? Yeah. That Wow. Yes. Four years, uh, with what, two years of COVID in there, which are just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think we talked for the first, I, I don't know, two and a half or something. I don't, I have no idea. We, we very much so kept to ourselves. So, uh, yeah. So in, in the matter of, I don't know, the last year or so we've become good buddies. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to have you on, uh, because I like, I feel like we vibe very well. And I feel like we're very in sync with a lot of things and how we are trying to, I don't know, view life, I guess. Yeah. I would say. So um, I just wanted to have you on here just to pick your brain a little bit. So tell me, tell us. Tell whoever's listening, tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So um, I am a mom of three. Um, I have 10 year gap between my oldest and my youngest. And so that's been um, an interesting journey, but, um, you know, I work full time for a financial company, but then I have two businesses on the side that I'm really trying to grow into an overall health and wellness place where I can help moms uh, around my age that um, we all grew up with these horrible uh, examples of what our bodies should be, what they should look like, how they should perform, that sort of thing. And I'm trying to help break the cycle because I'm seeing now my 11-year-old coming home and saying that she's the biggest in her class, that she's saying that um, she doesn't like the way her body looks and these sorts of things. And so it's really important to me to start with where I feel like the starting point is, which is with us um, women and uh, moms our age, because our kids are watching us. And if we can model these um, these good behaviors and we can help them understand that everyone is different in a good way and there's not one certain way that, um, you know, our we need to look or one thing that we need to do, that is just so important to me. And I'm really, really passionate about that and about health and um Lots, lots of things. So that's a, a little bit about me in um, a nutshell, but uh, I'm super excited to be here and talk with you today. Yay, yay, yay. I'm so excited because obviously I've talked, I don't know if you've listened to all the episodes and that's totally fine if you have not. Uh, totally um, have. <laughs> um, I've struggled with like body dysmorphia all my life and I whether I was really thin or in my largest, I've just always seen myself as, um, 
really big or even when I was at my skinniest, it was like there was always something wrong. Like the freckle on my foot was embarrassing. There was just always something extremely wrong with me and nothing was ever cute. Like it was always shameful. It was just disgusting. Like I just, there was always something to be disgusted about. And so I'm just curious how you saw yourself growing up, where did you get, how did you get to this point of mm-hmm. like, did you ever have like where my head space is? Did you ever have where your daughter is at? Like, w- tell me how you got here. Yeah. So, um, I thought about this a lot because in order for me to be able to help people with it, I need to identify what, you know, the stories in my life and how I lived and thinking through my daughter's eyes. So she's in fifth grade. And that was the first time that I really remember. So she's built exactly like I am. We're very, I'm going to say athletic built. Uh, We have, you know, thicker thighs, we have booty, we have, you know, that sort of thing. And that's totally fine because it's very strong. And I played a lot of sports when I was younger But I remember for the first time thinking I was, I was in fifth grade. I was the same age that my daughter was and, um, you know, having to wear different clothes. So I would hide my stomach. She's built the exact same way that I was. And, um, I remember like sucking in my stomach every single day, um, to try and hide that I had this little gut. And, um, so it started then And it kind of just became a thing that I did. I was always doing that. And looking, looking back, um, what I'm trying to do now is actually, um, posture plays a big part into that. And so, um, you know, there's some things I've learned over the years to help out with that. And I'll get back to that. Um, but yeah, very much it was when I was, you know, 11, 12 years old and I would try and, you know, play all these sports. And I know, um, the thing is though, I love food. Uh, I absolutely love food. I love pasta. I love breads. And so that um, having a younger metabolism was okay. But then go fast forward into my teenage years. And when I moved out on my own, uh, I didn't eat very healthy at all. Like I was, you know, just trying to um, fit in with, I had these really skinny roommates in college. Well, I was not very skinny. Um, You know, I look back at pictures from, like my early twenties and from like my midsection up, I looked very thin. Um, but you know, my body shape, that's not where I carried all of my weight. And so I struggled all the time with finding clothes that fit good. I would look at the size and be like, I can't be that size. That's such a big in my head, a big size. It's like a size six or a size eight. And in my head, I was like, that is so big. I can't be that because I had these friends that were so skinny. And so Um, you know, I had a huge problem going to the store and buying clothes that fit me. I would try and squish into these little tiny clothes or these clothes that were built for people that were, um, kind of more of that straight body type and not, and that didn't have curves. And so it took me honestly, well into my twenties, um, and having my first daughter before I realized that, um, you know, this, this isn't right. Like I should love my body. My body just made a human, Um, you know, like my body's been through so many things and I feel like that was kind of, um, the point where I started realizing that things were, I was thinking about my body wrong. I was thinking about, um, the things that I wanted it to be and not the things that my body has done for me my whole life. 
Um, you know, I was a, a varsity athlete in high school. Um, you know, I, after my daughter was born, I started running half marathons. Um, you know, lots of things that my body was doing for me and I just wasn't loving it. And that's really, um, around that time I, um, got pregnant with my son and, you know, I started thinking about things differently. Um, I started eating a little bit healthier and not like crazy healthy, but starting my day with, uh, like a protein shake in the morning to kick my day off. Right. Like, and it was, um, thinking small little changes that I was able to make that made me feel better on the inside. But then I also started doing like daily affirmations and like positive self-talk. And, um, I know this sounds really weird, but one thing that helped me get over how my body looks is getting ready naked in the morning. And I don't know if like, that's a thing. I don't remember where I heard that, but when you are looking at your body every day while you're getting ready, like you just become okay with, with it. Um, you just, you learn to, (laughs) at least what I have, I've learned to love it because, um, like I said, with those daily affirmations and the positive self-talk and having mantras and things that I say to myself, um, that just really help love and embrace your body where it's at. So it's taken me a lot of years, but it really took me until my late twenties to really figure out, um, that like I was sabotaging myself because of that negative self-talk. And, um, I wasn't putting my brain in a good place to, uh, be able to love myself and love my body. That was a long answer. No, that's totally fine. Like it's, it's so smart. Like I just, and I, the one thing that really got me like at the very beginning was the whole sucking in your stomach. And it's funny because just yesterday and I'm, I do it, I've been doing it forever. And I just heard recently, I think on a podcast or on a TV show or something where another woman was saying that she does it every single day. And it's a thing that women do. You suck your, you're, you're sucking your stomach in every single day. And I'm like, does, is this a universal thing? I didn't know this is a universal thing. Like, are there people that don't do this? Like, or, you know, I don't know. Um, but yesterday, just yesterday through my weight loss journey, I have not um, done any measurements. And yesterday Brian's like, okay, we are, we need to measure you because he's, he's been measuring himself. And a lot of times you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I don't see the change. And, uh, he's like, no, you have lost inches. I, I know you have, we need to measure you. And he's measuring around my waist. And I'm like, wait, wait. And then I let my stomach go because I was about to let him measure me while I was sucking in. Yeah. Yeah. And And then I realized even when he was measuring my waist, I was still half sucking. And I was like, okay, it's like, even when consciously, like my husband's standing there Mm -hmm. measuring my waist for weight loss, I was still sucking in my stomach. Yeah. It becomes subconscious and you just don't think about it. No, It's yeah. Like that was one thing again, started fifth grade for me. Mm -hmm. And when I remember doing it, I don't know if I did it before then, um, but it just was a thing that you did. And, um, one of the things, so I talked about posture. One of the things that I've learned the last few years, as I've been studying like the fascia and how our body works and things and our soft tissue and stuff like that is actually, if you have good posture, it helps flatten out your stomach. 
So a lot of times, like in my daughter's Mm. case, she has a very curved spine. And so trying to help her stand up straight and help her make sure that she has core muscles and lower back muscles and things to not just help her posture so that she has the strength in her body, but it actually helps the shape of your stomach and it on its own. If you tilt your hips and have them flat, like it helps flatten your stomach. And so once I learned that, that I don't suck in my stomach anymore, but I think more so about like my posture and how am I standing and are my hips aligned? Are my knees aligned? Because that sometimes too, if you can just see that change, instead of thinking about sucking in your stomach, it's, oh, are my hips aligned? Is my, is my back hurting? Because I look at her back and I'm like, how does your back not hurt? It is just like so curved at the bottom of her spine. And it like makes me think that it's just so painful, but she's just so used to it. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing too, that, um, I think has helped me is figuring out and seeing that change in the mirror when you do have correct posture. And when you're standing that it's like, oh, I can relax. Um, even though I'm sitting up straight or I'm standing straight, um, it helps with, with your stomach, which is crazy. Um, but that's something cool that I've, that I've learned. It's weird. All the verbiage, like a lot of what you just said is describing like bar, bar classes. Yes. Which are so hard by the way. (laughs) Did you finally try one? Um, well, I've been doing like online ones uh-huh. with, uh, with like Beachbody and they have like a uh-huh. blended one. Um, I can like the next, I'm sore for like days after. So uh-huh. I don't know how you do them so often because it takes a lot of body muscle to be able to do bar and yes. So, well, yeah. I'm at like 168 classes. Holy so. crap. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Yes. But like bar is a lot of core and it's all about tucking your, your pelvis and getting your alignment and, you know, all those, like everything you just mentioned, posture. Mm -hmm. Um, but anywho, um, so one thing that, cause like you have totally embrace like loving yourself and at first like during COVID this is what my brain would say I'm like oh look at the look at that family you you guys I'm not gonna like throw your last name out there but like you guys running down the street like my brain's always like oh my gosh they're so healthy or like look at her running she's trying to lose weight because that's like what people like me think like, oh, they're exercising. They're trying to lose weight. Like, that's just like how a person that deflects like, you know, ugh, they're exercising, they're healthy, they're, you know, whatever. Everyone's trying to lose weight because I'm unhappy and that, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I, I do. I used to be there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, um, but you're, you're like, not you're happy. You're like, let's, yeah, let's talk about that because, um, what I weigh right now is the most I have ever weighed non-pregnant. We'll put that out there. I've weighed more when I was pregnant creating humans. Um, but what I weigh right now is the most that I've ever weighed in my life, non-pregnant 
Um, I feel the healthiest I've ever felt. I, um, you know, and I've actually lost, um, inches. So you talk about losing inches and you can't see it. Pictures and measurements are how, you know, because the scale, um, the last six months for me has not changed, but my pant size has gone down. And so it is just so impressive to me. And that's when I now, now it's taken a while. I have just kind of disconnected, like believing what the scale says, because muscle weighs more than fat, because our bodies change where we carry our weight. And, um, so it is crazy to me because when I first started, when the first time I hired a personal trainer, um, and I'll, I'll say my weight's totally fine. I was like around 150 pounds. Um, when I got married, I was around 125. I had gained weight. It was before I got pregnant with my first and I hired a personal trainer and I was like, oh, God, I lose this weight. Like I just felt so big because I'd never been that big in my life. Well, then I found out I was pregnant. Personal training turned into how to stay in shape while you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now fast forward. Now my daughter's 11 and I weigh around 180, 185 now. And, um, I feel great. Um, I'm able to, to exercise. I'm able to cycle. I'm going to start doing those bar classes again, because I feel like those were actually pushing me and They're challenging me. Very effective. Um, they totally are full body too. That's what I love. Oh yeah. Oh it yeah. One workout and it is full body. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I think looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I believe that I just was so big? And it's because I hadn't been there before. But I think the other thing was I didn't feel healthy and it was definitely mental and physical. Um, And so working on my mental game has really helped me, um, you know, and my spiritual as well. And really just focusing on those sorts of things and getting my mind straight and just telling myself, like I said, these affirmations and, you know, like, you know what body, like you have made three human beings now, like you have survived all these things that I've done, all these horrible, uh, you know, foods or drinks or whatever that I drank early on and you survived. And I only have, you only get one body. You've got to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so feeling healthy, um, I think has really helped that from the inside, um, as like, and then my weight disconnecting the, in your head. And it's so hard. It has taken me so many years to not look at the scale and go, oh, you weigh this much. You're fat. It's like, no, you're not. My body is shaped different than other people. Um, my, my best friend is, is tiny. She is teeny tiny. And I know I don't feel like my body has ever been that tiny. Like my body shape is not that shape. And I know that now. So it's taken a long, long time, but focusing on other things, feeling healthy, eating one healthy meal a day, uh, those little tiny things that help you feel good from the inside helped me to not focus on what I looked like so much on the outside. Uh, You're so smart. No, it really (laughs) is a lot because it really, you have to train your, your brain to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I have so many years of like self-punishing to like combat to get there. Yeah. Because like, you know, I joined a second gym. I go to two gyms now 
And I was sitting in there while I'm fighting with this woman about joining this gym. I'm like, listen, it's expensive. I already work at a gym. I work at a gym. I go to a gym right now. I don't have a gym membership because I work at this gym. You're telling me uh, you want me to pay to come here? <laughs> listen. And she's like, I don't know what to tell you. This is what it costs to come here. Do you want to come here or not? And I'm like fighting this woman. She's like, I don't know what you want from me. You know what I mean? But like, in, I'm fighting with myself. Okay. Because I really wanted, I don't know. I wanted to try something different because they were offering me a coach, nutrition, things like that. Because I'm the type of person that I would try to count calories in the past, but I would also, I would count calories that included my Wendy's. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't eating healthy counting calories. Yeah. Now yeah. I am counting my calories now, but I have to, because my husband and I are in, like, we are breaking our cycle of eating extremely unhealthy. And like, we are training our bodies right now still to mm -hmm. not overeat. Like we are, we were way overeating and way unhealthy eating. So right now we're still in training mode of trying to teach our bodies the proper way to eat. So it, but you know, like I, I felt I was trying not to show this woman like my tears because I work sales in a gym atmosphere. Okay. I know all the shit she was doing to me. Totally. Totally. And I was saying to her, I'm like, Betsy, I work sales at another gym. I know what you're doing. You're doing the takeaway. You're trying to take the opportunity away from me. And she's just staring at me like, you are crazy. <laughs> like it was supposed to be like a 10 minute pitch. I was there for like 40 minutes because basically I was just like fighting with her and myself like this whole time. But I think a lot of it was, I don't know if it was fear of like the money because it is financially expensive, yeah. Yeah. but also I was battling with myself because I felt like I was trying so long to be body positive that I almost felt like if I were to lose weight, then I was being a traitor. Yeah. Does that make any sense? It, it does because the, and I feel like there's definitely been a huge movement recently towards body positivity and I am all for it. But I, in my um, opinion, there is a difference between body positive and that being healthy um, and being able to recognize and look at portion sizes and be able to know what foods are a little bit more healthy for you, but still balance and have like we had a piece of cake today and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people, when they look at body positivity, it's like, oh, um, you know, you just, you're great the way you are. You need to, you know, you don't need to change anything. Well, if you're unhealthy and you're not eating healthy mm -hmm. and you're, you're going to continue to do that, you're going to shorten your life. You need yeah, to, and that's right. why I think why it's so important of having a, a why, like a reason why you're doing this, you can mm -hmm. still be body positivity and body inclusive and size inclusive and that sort of thing. But we've also got to think about our longevity and with us being moms and having kids, I want to be around for my kids. I want to be around for their kids. I want to see grandkids. I want to be able to run around with my grandkids. And so 
if I can do anything that I can do now to still enjoy life, because I definitely do not believe in restriction. I am all about intuitive eating. Um, and then, you know, making sure that you are having those small, healthy things during the day and not just going crazy and eating, you know, out for three meals. Like that's not healthy. Yeah. But, um, my why is way more important to me than, um, you know, not doing anything about it now. So I think that's really important too, making sure that you have a reason why you're doing it. So for joining the second gym, right? Why are you doing it? Well, you're doing it to take care of your body. You're giving yourself some of that love. And although it is expensive, I'm totally with you because we pay for a gym membership for my daughter for basketball. Like it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, You're worth it. We've got to think about it. What is that worth? Maybe adding on some of these years that maybe we took away from our bodies uh, in our twenties because Mm -hmm. of all the crazy things that we did. Well, I want to be around when I'm 80 and not be, uh, not able to move. Uh, I want to be, you know, what those cute little ladies that you see that are just active and walking around and living on their own still in order to do that. I need to be healthy now and make some better choices now. Um, so, and, and love my body now, because if I love my body now, it's only going to help moving forward. Um, it's going to help me make healthier choices. It's going to help me, uh, drink more water because I know that that's going to help flush everything out. Um, so small choices, but yeah, definitely loving your body now is going to, and being positive is going to add life, uh, years to your life at the, at the end of it. Yeah. Have you seen any sort of, cause I know you, you started a separate Instagram account. Have mm-hmm. you seen some flow with that? Have you, um, had anybody reach out to you? Have you had some new followers? Yeah, I've gotten, um, some new followers. It's social media is weird. Um, mm-hmm. so there's, there's definitely some new followers. I have some supporters and things. I also, because I do network marketing, I have all of those people seeing what I'm doing and being like, Hey, come, come sell our stuff. But I'm like, no, if it doesn't align with my values, with what I believe in, uh, you know, I, I don't do it, but it's definitely a, a work in progress. Um, trying to grow it. I wanted to create something separate. So, um, there wasn't like my kids, I want to try and protect them from anything. So I, I don't share, um, my kids a, a lot. Yeah. On new account, but also, um, I wanted it to be something that, um, I could encompass health and wellness, um, and not just be, you know, kind of locked into any of my network marketing that I'm doing. So it is more generalized, um, and really just more targeted towards again, you know, those, my niche market, uh, the, the moms that, you know, around our age that we grew up with, Victoria's Secret. We grew up with people saying you have to be little, you have to be a certain thing mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, if you don't, it's the plastic surgeries. It's the, you know, the Botox, it's this. No, no, we are made this way for a reason. This is how we were intended to be. Uh, we just need to be able to take care of our bodies. And part of that is being nice to ourselves. Yeah. We're, we're nice to other humans. Why are we not nice to ourselves? Like we need to return that uh, to us and not just be a kind human to everyone else. We need to be a kind human to us because how we kind of started this is our kids are watching us. Our kids can see when we are, Oh, that freckle on my foot is, I hate it. It's ugly. Or, um, 
Mm-hmm. I still am getting some fantastic hormonal acne from being pregnant. And I get this giant zit on my face and I'm like, oh, and then my daughter's starting to get acne and I'm like, oh, I can't, can't make yeah. that about myself. So um, that's, we've got to break the cycle. Uh, we've got to set our kids up for success. And um, part of that is being positive and having that, that positive at- attitude around ourselves. Cause our kids are watching even when we think they're not. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Woo! Okay, so I'm going to start wrapping it up here because Zoom is yelling at me because, like I told you, I'm cheap. I don't pay. (laughs) Fine. What is one rule in society that you wish others needed to live by? I think one thing that I've noticed with, and it, it probably stemmed from COVID, everyone kind of being on their own and stuff coming back, like just be kind. Um, I think one thing that I think of a lot is um, like driving. So uh, I definitely used to have road rage. Uh, I definitely so used scary. to be a mean driver, um, but I'm not anymore. And anytime I see someone like flying down or cutting someone off, I try to be positive and go, you know what? Maybe they have something in their life that they need to get to now. Maybe someone's in the hospital. Maybe, you know, some, I, I don't know. I try and come up with and think of a kind, positive reason, or someone cuts me off in the grocery store line, whatever it is, they get in front of me in the Kroger line and the lines are already a million miles long. I just try to be like, you know what? Maybe there's something going on in their life that I don't know about because especially with mental health, we can't see any of that. We don't know what's happening in these people's lives. And if we would all just be kind to each other and be nice, like it's just going to make someone's day. So smiling at someone, saying hey to them, even if you don't know them, Mm -hmm. uh, your cashiers and stuff, thanking them by name. If someone's wearing a name tag, thank them by their name. Even if you don't know them, it's going to make their day brighter. So being kind, being positive, trying to um, give people the benefit of the doubt if they do something mean or nasty to you and just be like, you know what? I'm not going to let these jerks ruin my day uh, for whatever jerky thing they just did. It's fine. I'm going to brush it off and go on with my day. You know, you started off with the road rage and I thought that was going to go a way different direction because um, I'm like, everybody's killing each other in road rage incidents these days and i'm honestly so scared because brian will get really angry and road ragey and i'm like can you not do that don't you watch the news everyone dies in road rage incidents now i swear to god can we just not like if you look at someone wrong someone pulls out a gun and kills you like can we just not just no hand motions like just no hand just look straight put your hands like just drive the speed limit just shut the hell up you know, yelling people. Yeah. Just, just mind your business. Mind your business. (sighs) Okay. Miss cat. Do you have any last words before we go? Bye-bye. No, I I appreciate you having me. This is stuff that I'm passionate about about it. Clearly I could talk for a long time about it. So um, yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. And what's your little, um, your Instagram handle for your body pause, uh, page. Yeah, healthy.w.cat. So healthy with cat, um, healthy.w.cat. And she spells cat K-A-T. Yes, thank you, K-A-T. 
Yes. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I just felt like I needed to have some body positive chit chat with my pal Kat here. And feel free to uh, like, subscribe, review all the things that I talk about every single week. If you didn't like me, feel free to not uh, do any of those things that I previously mentioned. And you have a great week. Toodles! Thank you.